You're listening to the Rogers Sporting Goods Podcast with Patrick Fisher, Chandler Smith, and Josh from Outdoor Limits. In this podcast, we'll touch on everything from gear to ducks to deer, turkey and fishing. From field to table, let's dive in. Well, Price Chopper had Lunchables on sale for, I don't know, like two or three bucks a pop. The ones that come with the Capri Sun. You got to do the 10 for 10. (laughs) Yeah, 10 for 10 Lunchables. Yeah. But... I, 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 I went with the cracker, cracker stackers. Oh, I don't even know what that is. So, I've yeah, I've had probably less than five Lunchables in my life. Dude, you're missing out. I mean, supposedly I am, but... You ever had the nacho one? I don't, maybe. Get the ones I feel like it's just dessert. been like pizza and like the ham and cheese. And yeah. the cur- Capri sandwich. Sun. Yeah, mine, mine had crackers, American cheese, and oh. turkey. And then a Reese's peanut butter cup and a Capri Sun. You know, I had a... And it was only like 350 calories in the whole thing. We had a household of eight and six kids, two adults, two parents growing up. So we all got, you know, bologna mustard sandwiches. Yeah. Instead of the old expensive Lunchable. But you're an adult now. Yeah. And you can make your own buying decisions at the grocery (laughs) store. See, I I didn't get Lunchables. I still don't go buy Lunchables. I didn't really get Lunchables as a kid. Maybe like once or twice on a field trip or something. Yeah. But no, now... I'm an adult. I got an apple and a brown brown bag and a sandwich. Yeah. They're a great snack for... On the boat. They're great on the boat. Because they make a great snack when you're fishing. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Snacks when you're fishing. And they stay waterproof. Cliff bars are are better. You open them. Yeah, they do. Cliff bars are... No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you gave me... Are those the three ingredient bars? No. No. They're just just good. You know the one... Three ingredients. I don't know what to, they're not protein bars. They're just good bars. Just snacks. It's just a granola bar. It's better than a granola bar. It's just a chewy granola bar. Yeah, and you don't have to like build anything when you're fishing, man. Just crack one of those open, take a bite. Yeah. Keep casting. I wish I fished professionally. I lose more weight because I don't <laughs> eat when I fish. Hmm. That's a good point. I'm just there. You go, Pat. You yeah, I do. I go out for. You still got time. But yeah, I was I was just sitting there with a bobber and a little jig while I was eating my crackers. Yeah, didn't get a bite. Bobber is your first problem. Crackers was the second. <laughs> Come on. Where were you? did you go out on your boat? Yeah, I was on the boat. Okay. I was in about four foot of water. Dang! How long ago was this? Last weekend. Oh, that's why. This past weekend. wasn't quite ready. Based mm-hmm. off They're of getting close. I, I mean, they were close. We were ca- I was now. catching them. I caught them there. Yeah. But I didn't catch them on the bobber rig. Oh. Gotcha. I was catching them on the. Uh, well, I caught one by jigging up next to a tree with a, just a, one of these a little slice shad, but uh, the other one was on a on a speedy B roadrunner jig head thing. Yeah. Right there. That's what I caught them on this past weekend. So I went to the Ozarks this past weekend. Did that cut out for a second? Seemed like it. Yeah, I went to the Ozarks this past weekend and did some crappie fishing for three days straight. It's a pretty good time. I think there's a, a bunch of us there, but I think we caught over 250 crappie in a, three days. So we had some great fish fries, and uh, everybody got to take home some fish and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I think there was 10-plus. I can't remember exactly the, the amount of people, but there was a decent amount. So when you when you go crappie fishing, do you always keep the fish and eat them, or do you just like occasionally want to do a fish fry after? Because um, I'm trying to figure out like, do a lot of people go out and just catch and release, or do a lot of people just fill up their live well and stringer and? Take no, them I mean to me it seems like it's all catch and keep and cook. That's what it seems like to me. Like every time I'm out on the lake, I just see everybody just putting them in the box. Yeah, for sure it's Smithville. It's, I mean, I Smithville, it's, it's a decent crappie lake. I mean, you can so keep many. nine, or you can keep 15 fish under nine inches and 15 fish over nine inches because they have an abundance of short fish mm. and they're everywhere and they're, you know, taking, you know, taking food from the largemouth and other, you know, they're just being bullies right now in the lake. So they're trying to whittle them down a little bit. <clears throat> help, maybe the largemouth will get a little bit bigger. Because they're kind of all stuck at 15 inches or 16 inches as well. Yeah. But, I mean, when I go to Smithville, you know, we we do keep what we catch. And, 
I very rarely go out and like catch and release crappie. Like music going out targeting targeting crappie and you know bringing a fish basket or string or whatever to keep keep the good ones I catch. But yeah, I suppose it. Uh, I get rid of if they're super small, and that's just because they're so hard to yeah clean. Yeah, yeah. like under ten inches. Toss them back. Well, I'll keep a few nines because, uh, depending on how the day's going, but if it's rocking and rolling and there's a group of us and you start seeing, hey, we're catching plenty of 12s mm-hmm. or something like that, then I'll, I'll toss back some nines. Yeah. But if it's like seven, eight, I, I don't mess with it. <laughs> Get like your a little, little, little tiny nugget. Yeah. 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 About time I'm done flaying it. (laughs) Little nugget. So the Ozarks we were uh we were there about the right time. I mean, I think the females were up on the bank. We caught a lot of females and not a lot of males. We did catch males, but they were in just random spots and not up on the bank. But I caught a bunch of good females, a bunch of fourteen inchers on the Ozarks with the the speedy bee and the the prankster or the prowler we'll talk about that here in a bit but it's like a go-to combo for me or go-to lure combination for me out on the water <clears throat> this type of you know spawning season it just it's a good way to cover ground and and they just get bit for sure mm-hmm. but we're also using life scope <clears throat> that helps we had well and it didn't it didn't for some of the shallow fish because you know these fish were some of these fish were you know, up on the bank and they're hard to tell when you get to a, when you, when you live scope a tree or brush pile or something, you can start to see the, the, uh, the fish around it, which is really cool. Cause we did that on the dock. So we had, we had two live scope units there with the group I was with and they were all like, uh, portable bundles. Um, like that, the ice fishing yeah. setup. So that we, one of them was like directly screwed and mounted to the dock we were fishing and you would, we would go out. We charge the battery. There's like a little lithium battery with it, and you go out and you install the live scope in this certain spot where a brush pile was, and it was a blast because we'd have five guys all sitting around it, just watching the fish come up and eat your bait. Was that your first time using live scope and crappie? Yeah, for me it was. It's so much fun. I have it on my kayak, but I haven't used it yet. Dude, this it, weekend it ruins it. This weekend's gonna be on. It's like, gonna be. If you if you fish with live scope, and then you go to not fishing with live scope you're like uh, it, there's no comparison mm-hmm. like it, it just makes it so much easier yeah i think it helps more eliminate where not to fish that's than true where yeah. to fish because yeah. we definitely when we were fishing the bank you know he you know i was running the trolling motor my buddy was running the live scope and he was saying like he would start pointing it and he's like right over there Mm-hmm. And he would just see activity, you know, fish suspended or fish close to the bank, and then we I would, we would start casting and catching them. But we didn't catch a lot of big ones when he found a you know isolated tree or a brush pile. You could see a few fish on them, and he caught some, but they just never were the big ones. The big ones were up shallow. The females were, hmm. so that was kind of cool to you know go up there and catch some females shallow on the speedy bee, and and uh, yeah, it was a pretty good time. But yeah, because I'd run around. I don't have live scope. I don't. <clears throat> I barely got a fish finder that works. But like you find a, a you know, like a underwater tree line or an old mm-hmm. hedgerow or something under under the water. And I, you know, if you don't have lives, like you're just guessing. I'm just. You're like okay, well it says you know, you, they're about fifteen. If you're feet. dipping, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three, yeah, four, five can, times, and then the next, and then the next. You can put it on their nose. Yeah, with live scope, man, you watch your bait, and they're sitting there. You can see them kind of turn, and then angle up, and then whoop, boom. You can just see and it sometimes, like a video sometimes game. Sometimes yeah. you'll try to set the hook before they even take the bait. Yeah, that happens a lot, yep. especially if you're not patient enough. Yep. You will be pulling it out before they get there. Because you're, you're setting the hook whenever you see, like, the, the fish and the lure connect in mm-hmm. the live scope, and you don't even feel them at this point. You know, so just lift up. You yeah. never, you never done it with live scope. That'll be pretty no. cool. Man, my buddy just did it for the first time too. 
maybe a week ago or something, and he went down to uh, I can't. Well, I've heard of the guy's name. His name is Jeff Falkenberry. Falkenberry. Yeah. I think it's down in the Ozarks or whatever, mm. but guide service just or something? a guide down yeah, yeah. there, and, then, and so my buddy went out and he was showing me videos, yeah, using the live scope. That's crappy. Cool. Yeah, traditionally, um, you know, not, I never crappie fished a ton from a boat. If I was on a boat, it's it's bass all day long. But when we go out and target crappie fishing, we go out on the bank. You know, bring your five gallon bucket, bring your little crappie box uh-huh. and stuff and yeah and you go out that's and, all i ever did and until you start you cast a couple ton. years ago and you'd catch a lot of fish when it's the right time like right now yeah for mm-hmm. us in the midwest it's that's the, right the more time. yeah i think that's probably the better description or whatever is when you're bank fishing if you hit it like right now like when it's time mm-hmm. super successful other than that it's you know a lot of work yeah and but with me, a boat, it really opens up. Yeah, and you can. Yeah, I was never used to mm-hmm. fishing off and a boat. Growing up, crappie fishing from a boat was at my grandfather's lake in Lake Fork, and like he owns the lake. No, his lake house and at Lake Fork, we'd go out, and we'd usually fish minnows, and we'd we'd vertical drop on on timber, and we'd catch some good crappie. But yeah, um, but I never used artificials for crappie till I moved, you know, till up here around these areas so and there's some cats that just know crappie oh yeah there's some guys in this area and that is what they live for for sure they i mean they'll do occasional bass fishing but crappie is their game and they go out like remember uh ivy at the store Mm -hmm. yeah his dad he'd just go out that was it he come in, yeah, caught me a limit. They were huge, all huge. Yeah, Dave from the just, store kind of got into crappie. He goes out and just... His favorite time to go is in a dead is winter. winter. Yeah. Obviously okay. from a boat, but he loves... I mean, he'll find them, and then he knows how to get to them. Yeah. And he'll just start and pulling catching them out. Them winter slabs. Yeah. Cold, awesome. really good eating. Not that they're not good eating now, too, but... And he'll catch big ones. So, Josh, when you go out, what's your what do you tie on first? Like, what's your confident crappie? Is it a double rig or just a jig and a certain bait, or is it the speedy bee? Uh, depends. M- moving. What uh, like am I fishing from the bank or from a boat? Spawn? Not spawn? Well, those if, talk if about a, spawning. If you had a choice, the spawn, so like if I was going to go the... out today from mm-hmm. the bank, what would I throw? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Honestly, probably Speedy B with the Jester or the Prowler or the Prankster. Yep. Something with a little bit of action on the backside. Yeah. And I and from a boat, would you change it up? It depends on if I'm throwing one of these. You're probably doing more dipping or though, if you're on the boat. Dipping, I'm going to go with the Slash Head. I've caught a lot of fish on the Slash Head yeah. last year. You run double? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. About what you do. I was always a tube guy to start. Yep. But that was just when I was getting into it and venturing out on my own and going out with my buddy on his boat back in the day growing up. Like, You work on the bottom with the tube? I was just, yeah, so like typically a day what we would do if we went to Smithville. Mm-hmm. We'd get out there early in the morning and we would go – like the hot spots that everybody knows about. Yeah. It's no secret. So like, you know, Sailboat Cove, I mean, we knew about that. Mm-hmm. And with a boat, it's nice because you can get around all the docks. Yeah. Instead oh, of, it is. And especially if they're not all the way up there mm-hmm. on So we would do, stuff. you know, a little, little jig head with the tube. And then um, we would... Right there. I, for, I can't really remember the depth there i mean it's it's a little deeper there yeah, where the dogs it's are it's got some but, depth for sure but we would toss it out let it sink all the way down to the bottom and then once it hit the bottom we'd slowly retrieve it back so it you know it's just nice and easy you're popping it or anything or and just, just you know a little retrieve. bit 
Yeah, yeah but a little bit, not too much. Super subtle, nothing yeah. crazy. And we'd always let it go to the bottom, and we'd bring it back to us real slow. Mm-hmm. And, man, we had a ball doing that. Yeah. And then we started figuring out, you know, on our own, venturing out and doing the dipping. Mm-hmm. And really know that when we first started, uh, all we ever knew was Sailboat Cove. So and then we'd find, you know, the tree lines and stuff. And, yeah. and that's really when it got fun. But we were just... Um, then I would switch to more like what we're seeing here across the board is not the tubes, but going to something solid, yeah. something with some movement on it. You know, I've used, you know, tri-tail stuff, single, um, you know, the little, like a prowler, like a little paddle tail. But yeah. Um, yep. And two, growing up, it was always minnows. Yeah, minnows like I and- didn't know artificial. Yeah, and then but like if you talk to Dave, it's all artificial. Like yeah. he's artificial king. Sure, like, that's what I'm catching him with. Um, so yeah, yeah very early on yeah. for artificial lures, I was using some like tube style baits and some, and I was working the, I was kind of working it like a bass jig because I probably didn't, you know, know any better, but I got some good bites on it, and caught a lot of fish that way get hung up more often but then i discovered the speedy b or the roadrunner style head yeah i knew nothing about how to use in that which sounds weird because it's really not that hard but yeah and that thing has just been my favorite favorite bait to to fish even from a boat i'll I'll confidently stick to that even from targeting i would say it's probably you're probably better to you know double rigger or you do a you know vertical jig on a piece of tree you know, on a tr- a, some timber but i'll still run that road runner i'll count it down and run it right through it and stuff yeah i won't i won't, won't vertical jig it no i'll i'll throw you know a little bit past count down and and then pull it kind of through sure it still works but i'm just more confident in that style yeah but yeah now i mean now we're at least around this area and then it just keeps transitioning north at least, uh, like talking to Greg, mm-hmm. he was able to get out. But it's it's on now, so everything's shallow. Yeah, get yeah, out there and catch bank, him. If you're gonna bank fish, now's the time to. So what I caught him on get on, after it on the Ozarks was the Speedy B. The first day was a Speedy B and a Prowler, um, and that was the old pumpkin chartreuse Prowler with the chartreuse Speedy B. It's like a killer combo. The water was a little stained when I got down there from a little bit of rain. And was then, it that one? Yeah, that was like the lure. That. But uh, but then... Um, no, the color. The color. Gotcha. That was the color, but it was on a Speedy B head. Gotcha. So I think next year we should like make some combo packs already rigged up. That'll be an easy, easy one to do. But, get a whole kit ready. Yeah, get a whole kit, just like these little... Little panfish little bees. kit. But, uh, and then the second day it got clear, and we I used the actual prankster which is like a swim bait in the speedy b and i switched to white and then like a white and blue glitter more of like a realistic looking you know minnow kind of thing mm. and that was i caught some of the bigger fish on that the second day it was awesome but rogers came out with a bunch of crappie lures last year or two years ago last year was that last, last year? year and then some yeah yeah this year but and then we've we've introduced a couple more this year and uh, I was just going to go over kind of what we like to throw and the lures we got. Josh what has about got, that, though? Do you have a – I know we asked what you would throw. Do you have a certain color that's your always go-to? Black and chartreuse. Yeah. June bug that's kind of a standard. June bug chartreuse. Yeah. June bug I like, too. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll start, with, we'll start with some plastics, but uh, Josh is holding the sly shad. If Hayden can get that, I don't know if he can get close enough, but – Sly Shad is like a straight tail, little minnow style crappie lure. And, I love uh, these. Yeah. These are my go-to. And they're great for vertical jigging. Uh, they look, there's some really good colors. We have 20 colors in about all the the crappie lures that we make. So we have anything from your, your wild pinks and chartreuse or your more natural, you know, blues and, and whites, or we even have silver sparkles and stuff. So there's all black and white pink and white there's there's something for every crappie fisherman out there and uh the sly shad's just a great minnow looking style bait you can definitely 
if you're out of minnows, you can use one of those to drop. Yeah, yeah. I've caught a lot of fish yeah. on those, a yeah. lot. And there are times you can't find minnows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been there before. Yeah, and then uh, would you say our most popular plastic is the the uh, gesture? I've got no clue, Patrick. Um, I'm just thinking about the store. If you see a lot of people buying that gesture, that curly tail. Yeah, curly tail. Pop, grab, pop one of those um, out and kind of hold it up. The uh, pink and chartreuse. So the gestures as a single curly tail, you know, like a two-inch size bait. It's made for crappie. It's um, um, we will probably have some bigger too. options out. We have a grub for bass or, or smallmouth, but we don't. There's an in between we might come out with for walleye. But do that there. There's the there's the jester. I think that might be the most popular. It's got a good curly tail on it. And uh, and twenty yeah twenty colors right there. Oh yeah, but we have, that pairs well with the Speedy B, or just a regular jig head. And then we'll I'll get to the jig heads here in a yeah. second because we have some fun options in jig heads. Out oh now. yeah, yep, for you got, sure. You got tubes in front of you. I pad? have a tube out. No, traditional tube. Yep, hold that out. It's like two that. inch little trickster. 20 color options you know we're talking all the all the colors we've talked about yeah like i see uh pink and chartreuse tail white, white and chartreuse. chartreuse tail we got black and chartreuse and there'll be june yeah. bug and pumpkin and all that stuff good little bait for how pat was talking about earlier run that on a yeah i mean it's just a basic jig head these have been around a long time yeah. tubes so if you're a tube guy we got 20 different varieties of these little things yes and one thing to mention is all these are 24 packs of lures so there's mm -hmm. quite a bit in a pack and they're all a good price. And then one of my favorites is the Prankster. Well, no, we won't go to the Prankster yet. We'll go to the Prowler, which is a it's a paddle tail bait, and it's become very popular for crappie. Pairing it just with the jig head or with the Speedy Bee, um, this thing is a fish catching machine. All right. It's got great action, even on slow retrieve, and that little paddle tail there on yeah the we've done a modification since the first year it came out the second year we've fattened up the the nose of it to to fit on collars a little bit better and we gave more action to the tail but it's it's spot on now it fits fits onto those jig heads and prowlers or our speedy bees and runs really well even at low at low retrieves but what you got there i just put it on that on a speedy bee mm -hmm. yeah that's there you go. Set up there. That's I was catching cool. them. I was catching them on that style over the weekend for sure. Mm -hmm. That's popular one now though with that that Roadrunner style speedy yeah. B. And then you got pranksters. You got pranksters out here. They're in front of you, I think. Um, yeah, here's one. I caught a fish on a prankster the other day. Did you? Caught a bunch. Put it on a speedy bee. It's like a Saturday. super small. It's a it's a swim bait. <laughs> two inch? Yeah, it's a two inch swim bait for crappie. And I'm holding up like a a clear silver sparkle, which is an awesome color. They're a good size too. Like just yeah. the the girth of it. Mm -hmm. It's just a, it's a really good size. You can fit it on a lot of different hooks. It fits a uh, speedy speedy bee well. The Roadrunner style with the blade on it, and it, speeds it, it fits a jig head. But you can buy, I'll talk about this in a second, but we have some longer shank jig heads for crappie, which would work really well with this because it's a little bit, mm -hmm. you get your hook a little bit farther back. And if the if the crappie are short striking, um, you could either add a longer shank jig head or go to the prowler, which is a shorter, it's like an inch and a half. Yeah inch and a half it's a little bit shorter of a bait so therefore your your hook is farther back so you don't get anything you just biting your tail off you know if they are mm -hmm. a little bit funky and they're short striking you yeah but on the two inch prankster you can run a longer shank hook on the one of our jig heads i'll talk about in a second but i got a lot i don't have the color here probably because it's because i have it but it was a blue sparkle on the back and like a white belly and it looked great looked really good in the water different colors there's a there's like a chartreuse sparkle silver sparkle that's a good one too that's a really good one 
You like that chartreuse? We got the slab thief. The slab thief I got on my end, which is I need to fish this more because um, this thing is is awesome. Um, this thing is a it's a two inch two inch lure, but it's not a tube. It's just kind of like a straight tail pencil tail you know, kind of it's thing. It's like a, a smash up between the sly shad and the tube that we've got here, the little trickster. So it's got smash a smash those together and you get that. It's got a like a fatter head on there, fits really well on a collar on a jig head, and then it's got kind of a, a tube style tail to it, but it's not it's like you cut a V out yeah. of a tube. Yeah. And so you cut half, of, half yeah, the side of the tube. Let's say you have like a little part of a straw, and then you cut it at an extreme angle. That's yeah. what the tail looks like. And mm-hmm. if you can, and if you're listening on audio, you can jump over to YouTube, and we have videos of these, um, so you can see everything we're talking about. And they're on our website. You can type in Prowler, Prankster, mm-hmm. Slab Thief, yep. Sly Shad, Jester, all those. Check them all out. Little Trickster, but. Uh, yeah, this thing is great for vertical rigging. There's other lures out there that have the same style look to them. And what happens sometimes is as you're fishing them, the tail will fold up and get caught on the body. Mm-hmm. And so it just doesn't have that action anymore. But how this is designed, it is it doesn't do that. I've never had one do that because it's such a because of how it's cut. It doesn't want to fold up as easily. Um so, and it still has that action as you're jigging it vertically up and down, which gives it a really good minnow look. Good, so, good subtle wiggle to it. A lot of times, if I'm double rigging, you know, I'll run a slab thief and a sly shad together to see which one they're they're biting on. They're both vert, you know, vertical jigging baits, and they look just a just a little bit different. Um, the sly shad, the lure combo they're the color combos will be like back and belly so you'll see like pink on the back and chartreuse on the belly mm-hmm. this the slab thief it's nose and tail so it's actually you know there's a vertical separation in colors instead of a horizontal so you kind of have that kind of difference too but that's all the crappie styles we have out right now and like i said we got 20 colors Anywhere from black and white, pink and white, pink and black, black chartreuse. I mean, there's, yeah. Something I do want to touch on with the uh, Speedy Bee, we sell them in packs of 12 and 25. 12 and 25. Yeah. And they're good priced. And I mean, because, and we have silver and gold blade options. Yeah. And those are all 16th ounce. 16th ounce currently right now. So, like, one one of the biggest issues I had in the past was, you know, you buy a pack of these and, you know, you get three to five in a pack. Now we can get a pack of 25 from Rogers, and uh, those snags aren't as (laughs) heartbreaking anymore. How many times did you snag up with these? Um, a little bit. I probably lost four or five over the weekend, but I I got, we were on a boat sometimes, so, I mean, we were boat, dock, boat, dock, kind of in and out, but uh, we were able to go get them. It's a sharp hook. Those are, there are good hooks. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I have been out crappie fishing, and you're like, oh, I'm down to my last roadrunner. If this gets if this gets caught, oh, it's it's know, over. It's like I got to go home. <laughs> got to go to the boat ramp. But now with these speedy bees, we got 12 and 25, and I would just go buy the 25. And we have yeah. black, white, chartreuse, blue. blue. Do we have orange or anything? Uh, pink. Pink I and think. orange. I think we have pink and orange. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have them here on the table, but we have a, a variety of colors yeah. and the silver and the gold yeah. blade options. And the blade on the Speedy B is like an Indiana style, a little Colorado maybe, if you will. It's not a willow because there's some out there that have willow blades on them. And I like the the Colorado or Indiana, a little bit fatter blade on it. I think you could rig a tube on there. Oh, yeah. It would catch fish too. When she, Pat didn't throw anything on his one time at the pond, and he didn't <laughs> yeah, have a true. plastic on it, that's and he true. caught a fish. Oh, that actually looks pretty good. Yeah. yeah oh, I guarantee you, that would be nasty. No different than doing a, like a smalley tube, and you put them on, and the hook comes out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little bit different. I mean, for sure. Yeah. So that's like that's my favorite thing that we're we're offering for crappie right now is that speedy B jig I put head. that swim bait on there, remember? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And we've touched on it a little bit on some on YouTube videos, but the little bee 
have I, we didn't I didn't bring all of them up there, but they're another good option for crappie. I've known some guys who will catch the snot out of crappie on beetle spins, and we have the prowler and the jester on those. So we have a curly tail and a paddle tail option, and they have the 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 blade, you know, harness, or the yeah. These the, are those are six packs. Yeah, six and they packs. all come pre-rigged. Yeah, all, all six all of them. All six of them have uh, blade harnesses, and they're all rigged up. Lose one or whatever, you just. Yeah. On to the next one. For sure. Yep. You don't have to. So those are also good crappie, good pond additions to, to what we're making. The jig heads, though. Uh, we have 100-count jig heads, and we have 25 packs, right? These are 25. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, first year we came out with them, we had black nickel hooks. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't bronze. They were a little bit nicer black nickel hooks. And we had... Um, 8th ounce, 16th ounce, and 32nd ounce. And we have pink, white, chartreuse. We even added in like a metallic sparkle jig head too, which uh, is kind of interesting. It's a different take on it. We probably had orange. Um, I don't remember any other colors, but some of the major colors. And we sold them 100 packs and 25 packs. Mm-hmm. So I got an 8th ounce here. Um, just a nice. Oh, and, and the, the eyes of our jig heads are cleaned out. That is so handy. That is huge. That is so handy. So if you've ever dipped some of your own jig heads or you've bought some, you know, mm-hmm. locally made jig heads, but sometimes they don't weed or they don't clean out the eye of the hook. So it's covered in paint. You um, get your pocket knife out or and another And you have to find a tool. Use yeah. another hook from another uh-huh. lure or find a tool and you have that. to push that out so you can run your line through it. These are all, these are all cleaned out from the factory ready to go just that's simple but it's an awesome feature mm-hmm. so i'm holding the eighth ounce we got some 16th ounce here and i'll talk about this this is a second year edition this is a 16th ounce with a gold hook mm-hmm. and the difference in that gold hook versus the black nickel is the gold hook's going to straighten out easier so if you're really jigging fish off a thick brush pile you know and they're in there and you need to be up you know, down in that that brush, use a gold hook right here. You get hung up, and let's say you're running braid. I would suggest braid here. You could just, you know, don't break your rod, but you can pull that hook out, and it'll straighten out, come loose, bring it up to the top, and then you can actually take a pair of pliers, bend it back. add the bend back, and go back to fishing. I didn't know that. So that's what the gold hook was for, and. Uh, it's just an addition. We came out with these in 16th ounce because it's our most popular weight. I don't know if we did any other weights on the on the gold hook. So, yeah, 32nd ounce and then 16th ounce as, as well. And then we came out second year. We also came out with 24th ounce. And did we come oh, out with – That's a – that's the totally separate. That's a long shank. Uh, this is a long shank. I'll get to that in a second. I had some 24th ounce here. Yeah, comes in a lot of different weights. So the second year we added 24th ounce, which is a, a highly requested jig head that's not always common. And they're not always common in like 25 packs. They're usually, you know, you might get a few six packs or something. Mm-hmm. But 25 pack, 24th ounce, and I think we did 3 sixteenths as well. That, so, that'd probably be good to throw right now yeah. when they're up shallow. Mm-hmm. Instead of a 16th, mm-hmm. for sure. And you still can cast them. I mean, a 30-second sometimes on certain rods gets really hard to, to send out there. You really need to have an ultralight rod to do that for a 30-second ounce. If you throw a 24th, you might get a little bit better control and casting in the wind and all that stuff. Good option there. And my favorite jig head that I like to use as much as possible is the long shank. So long shank here, basically we lengthened the hook i don't know how many millimeters but we it it's definitely a little bit longer let me see if i can get one yeah, out get a, do a little side by side over there so this we're gonna see this is a 16th ounce so i'll grab the 16th ounce gold it's definitely a little longer yeah and what that does is i mean some like baits like the prankster or any two inch bait that you're running sometimes you're running like you know our muddy the muddy water baits if you ever run those they're just longer Mm-hmm. longer crappie lures and if they're short striking i don't know if you can see the if you can see the difference if the camera get close enough and is the gap bigger too it looks like 
little bit. A little bit. Um, you can just run bigger, longer crappie baits on the long shank hooks yep. and still run a 16th ounce. You don't have to buy a heavier head and then and to get that longer shank hook on there. You can buy a 16th ounce long shank. And, uh, I mean, it's definitely could help your hookup ratio for sure if you're running some bigger style baits or if you just want the hook farther back on your on your bait profile. So that's jig heads for you. I mean... At the store, we got a ton of color options. We have Everything the hundred pounds. Everything should be in stock there. Yeah. So. We got them online, too. Yeah. So, just killer. I mean, with pretty simple design on the, their round head jig heads yeah. with little eyes on them. So, we got some red eyes on some, white eyes on, on some. Just simple, but effective. But Well, I know right now, like the pricing on these crappie baits... If you're needing to stock up, oh man, right now they're we're running killer deals. Yeah, it's so crazy. And the uh, the first gen Prowler we have on a really good deal in store. Um, I think I saw it online yeah. for like a dollar ninety nine cents yep. a pack of twenty four. I'm just saying if you if you need uh, baits, it's ninety nine cents. I mean, yeah. Come on. But then like the, the, the new Prowler, which has oh, guys. which has an <laughs> guys updated nose. It's like back of the peg for just the new Prowler with updated nose and more action, swim, more swimming action and a low speed. Um they're only I mean it's like what, two ninety nine for a pack of twenty four? Yeah, I don't think anything's over two ninety nine or three ninety nine a pack. Yeah. I and mean it's all great value. And it smells like garlic. Yeah, they do come with a scent. Yeah. And uh, it's a garlic scent formula. It's got a premium design and a durable plastic. Yeah. Oh, man, I never, like, fishing. I was, I was catching fish left and right, and I hardly ever. There was one time I switched out the prankster because it was just too beat up. Mm-hmm. It took a while to beat that thing up. That's nice. Yeah, so they held it really well. Could just keep catching them, keep catching them. It's always nice to be able to keep using it because you get a little bit more of that fish scent on your bait. There you go. Never thought Every, about that. If that really, really helps. You never thought about that? No. Yeah. I just Have you ever noticed like after there. the first fish, you just start catching catching them a little easier? I just figured that I'm in the right spot. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> no. That, that's oh, not possible. Geez. That's not possible. I don't know how well that they can tell, but the too, garlic scent. Too many crackers. Yeah, too many. I feel like the garlic scent helps with uh, better hookups as far as keeping it. If you're vertical jigging sometimes and a, and a crappie hits your lure, if you're straight line vertical jigging, and if you're not ready or you're a little bit delayed on getting a hook set, sometimes they can spit. They can hit and spit faster than you can set the hook, but that garlic scent's going to help them like kind of hold that in a little bit because they taste that. And they're that new bubble gum. Yeah, more confidence on that lure. But definitely a variety, something yeah. for everyone. I can't, I can't decide tomorrow if I'm going to go out with Derek on the no, bank. You just asked on the bank, or bring the kayak. He was like, Dude, I think I need, I think I need to go on the, the bank. Kayak. Well, he doesn't have one, so it'll be like that's me. fine. Just fish next to him in I'll the just, kayak and use your live scope <laughs> and catch just, them all. Just oh, wave at me and Derek. Bring the live scope and start pointing, and it's like tell him over here. Yep. You know, from right. I'll yeah. be like thirty yards off the bank, and he'll be on the bank, and I'll. <laughs> that would be funny. You know you want to use the live scope on your I know. kayak. I wonder if there's some type of rig I can make to just bring it for bank fishing. It's got a long enough cord. You could go out like three feet in the water and run a stake in the ground, like a, tr- a lucky duck stake. <laughs> attach it to a duck decoy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can run a lucky duck stake. Okay, let's think about this. I have it ram mounted. If I could figure out how to make a t-track adapter in the ram mount okay it's getting crazy a couple self-tapping screws and you're you're good to go yeah i could run out and put a lucky duck pole a couple feet in the water and then attach the the live scope to it the only problem would be i'd tie a string to it to turn it left to right or you just have it set and you just fish that one direction yeah i mean if i got some if i bring our super secret well, it's not like you won't be in the area. You know, if me and Derek are standing on the bank. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll just wave at you. I don't want to be like, hey, we're going to go fishing. I'm just going to leave you over here, and I'm going to go fish on my boat. Isn't my it kayak. supposed to rain tomorrow, though? Oh, it might rain. I don't care if it does. 
I'll do a little little bit of rain. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring the rain jacket out. That'll get that'll allow. Nah, I think it'd be in the clear. Maybe a little bit at five o'clock, but after that, oh, perfect. It's gonna be like eighty-three degrees. Nice. So it's gonna be All nice right, and warm and humid. You coming, Pat? Sixty-two percent humidity. I'd like to. Yeah. It'd I be, need a, a good time. I need to get the poles wet before I go fishing next oh, month. So. And I, I did use the. Uh, I don't know if where we have one, if or if I have the one that was here, the uh, slab checker. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Rogers has a slab checker, which is like a it's a fish length checker that's yep. kind of got like a triangular shape at the bottom. Mm. I don't have one here, and yep. you drop your crappie in into it and, and check it. It does have a, a neat feature, and I don't know if I'd, I'd tried it or not. But if you, there's a way to like push down on the fish to hold it so it doesn't flop out yeah, and get flexible. away from you. It's flexible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's also a slot for your fishing line, so you don't have to take the fish off the yeah. hook to put it in there. So it's really what the idea is: if you, you catch a fish and you bring it, you bring it in the boat or bring it on shore, you can hold the line up, and then you can run the slab checker. This the slot in the middle. You run the line through that slot. And then, then you kind of just pull up, and you pretty much pull the fish into the slab checker. We need to show this on a video at, like, the pond or something. Mm-hmm. Pull the fish into the slab checker. You hold down. You can check the length of the fish and pull your hook out from, like, a secured plastic checker. I, yep. rem- I remember last year I, I caught a fish that didn't even fit in the slab checker. I did at the Ozarks as well. That's pretty awesome feeling. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even fit. Yeah. You know it's You know it's at length. If it doesn't fit technically on that slab checker, I think it's over 14. I was going to say you like must Like the body correct. is so thick. It yeah, the body even... was so thick it didn't fit in there for sure. But when I measured the fit, I did catch a fish that didn't fit in it. When I did measure it, it was over 14. And I, I don't know if it goes past 14 on the on the actual measuring device. But anyways, yeah. Dang. It's making me want to go fishing. Get some, get some oil. I know. Some seasoning. Yep, get some Louisiana. I couldn't Fish find fry. any at the grocery store the other day. What oh, do you don't like worry, I got a giant jug. Are you, jug. Okay, so when when you guys <laughs> fry your fish, yeah, do you like a cornmeal based breading yeah. or a flour based breading? Corn cornmeal. Good, <laughs> good. I don't know if that's. But I also I wonder if every now a, and again I'll do a beer batter. No. <laughs> well, beer I'd, battered onion rings. Nah. Calm down, Lunchable. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> is that my new nickname? Um, especially like, uh, of course, this is halibut's halibut. That's what I was going to get to. Uh, crappie is like all cornmeal. I buy. I got the big jug of Louisiana. Original? Blue? Yeah, just original. Not spicy, but, red. Well, I do. I'll add in. Um, Dave got me on this stuff. Tony Sashtries? No. Slap your mama. Yes. Oh yeah, I saw slappy mama, mama or something seasoning, uh, and I'll I'll pour season that. I think I bought I'll season it. that over each. You know, recently I think I bought slappy mama pre-made time. cornmeal fish. Oh okay, batter. Did and you know because they didn't have Louisiana? Oh. But if I like a like a nice chunk white, like a halibut, that thick, a good beer battered. Like if you go, yeah. you go get fish and chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, like that. Yeah, but I just think it's so much greasier. Like well, yes. to, me, to me, I think beer battered fish is greasier. A grease hater, I love grease. <laughs> I I actually am a, a grease hater. Like you know when you get those big greasy burgers at Bar and Grill. You don't like them running down you, to your no, elbows. No, I hate it. I hate <laughs> he it. He probably <laughs> pats his bacon dry. Dude, I, like, nah. I don't eat bacon, really. Grease. Well, my wife doesn't eat bacon, so that means I don't eat bacon. Oh, man, man there's so bur- much this, bacon on the trip This burger's bacon. too juicy. Get me a tablecloth. So I better pat that off. The breakfasts were <laughs> awesome in the Ozarks. You had scrambled eggs um, to, just for make it easy for everybody, and you had you know cut potatoes that were seasoned really well. Biscuits and gravy. The gravy was amazing. It was probably really unhealthy, but it was amazing. And then we'd have bacon and some sausage. And then the next thing, this the group I was with, they believe it's a breakfast food, but we had fried frog legs. Perfect. That was the breakfast every morning. Done. And sometimes we'd throw in, like, leftovers from the night before. So we'd, you'd have crappie for breakfast as well. But 
Um, yeah, that was fried frog legs. I've never thought of it as a breakfast lure or breakfast bait, but we breakfast were eating, bait or breakfast. I'm not even yes. saying that right. Breakfast what food. What about shore lunch? Are they still around? I think, I think so. so. I haven't heard of that. They come in the box. Time. Oh yeah, shore lunch. Louisiana though. That's, yeah. But the the uh, frog legs were more of like a flour batter than and a then, cornmeal. And some Frank's hot sauce mm-hmm. over it. Louisiana yeah. gold, mm. little Frank's. Gosh dang. You're making me hungry. Is <laughs> anywhere anywhere around here got some good good fried fish? Long John Silver's, man. No, oh. you don't like <laughs> Have you ever like that type? Does anybody go to Long John Silver's? I don't think so anymore. Uh, I think it's a front. The catfish called Wanda at 54th Street. Oh, really? Jumping catfish. Um, Are they still around? Cracker Barrel. I think so. Man, that place is legit. Cracker Barrel, I'd go there and get like Uncle Herschel's breakfast, and you get like <laughs> you get like a couple eggs, <laughs> and you, you get a Good fried catfish. Uncle Herschel, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you. I don't know who he was, but he had catfish for breakfast. He'd probably get some good fish tacos Let's look here. up. Good fried fish, because lunch is coming up. Culver's is up the road. So. Yeah, but yeah. they don't have the walleye. I don't think they have the walleye right now. Mm. The walleye sandwich. But they do have a good, I think, what, what do they have? Halibut or tilapia? Cod or, or cod. something. They have a cod. Oh, yeah, they're good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like it. Gosh, dang. I'm going to have my ham sandwich. So so when you're eating cornmeal fried crappie, yeah. you're just going at it. You're using an onion. You're putting it in with ketchup. You're using a tartar sauce. What's, what's going with it? A hot sauce and tartar sauce. Hot sauce and tartar sauce. It's a good combo. Or just just, just mayonnaise. Plain, mayonnaise. The way it came out. Like real mayo, I I love with fish sticks. So I just figured it's a but a homemade tartar sauce. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, homemade tartar sauce is good. It's good. And I think Hanes or something makes a good one too. Yeah. You know, you know what I want to do? A, just a bland tartar sauce. Yeah. And it will yeah. ruin. I want to. Or nothing. I need Frank's. to go crappie yeah. fishing because I want to try and make crappie ceviche. We had no, we didn't do some. God Patrick, bless you. Do you know what that is? No. <laughs> it's where you cook the fish with lime juice. Oh. Okay. That's cool. It's real big in Mexico. Yes. Yeah, so in on there. our trip, we had Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. conch ceviche. Yeah. Oh yeah, same, same thing. Stuff, we, we just but replace conch with crappie. Yeah. When I was in Mexico, Dude, we, we had that's, like that's little chunks legit. of like octopus. Hayden's in. There. in. <laughs> Hayden. Yeah, Hayden's about it. Yeah. A little ceviche in your life. Ooh. All right, time to go to the pond. Yep. <laughs> we did is it? It's we'll almost, it, it's almost noon. Lunch it's almost lunch time. Lunch I think break. we can we can catch enough yeah. in thirty minutes, and then if you guys got any uh, good recipes for some fish, Anything tell, tell us your uh, ways you cook your uh, crappie or or other fish, and what you use, and some the secrets. Yeah, what I liked is if you'll share them with us. A nice. Slice of a white onion laid on top of the cornmeal fillet, and you just eat that. That's it. Oh. It is epic if you've never tried it. Dang. I think I like fried fish, but I don't want to have it every time I eat crappie. Well, I can see that, but I don't know. I don't know if that's me, but I can understand. You don't want to eat it fried every time. <laughs> He's, staring <laughs> He's staring at me going like, well, why'd you say that? But... I, I like. I'm all about the fried. I like, if I go to Red Lobster, you're just all give about me the, the biscuits. No, well that. <laughs> just give me the Admiral's Feast. It's just a big giant plate of fried everything. Yeah, I like crappie fried there. so much. I hate myself when I'm done because I feel yeah. sick. Yeah. Because you can't stop. You can't stop. It. The no. best thing that could help if you just didn't fry enough. That but would help. Usually you'd fry more. Usually than, you over fry. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, then you put them in the air fryer the next day. Yeah, that air fryer's really helped out leftover. Oh, leftover fried crappie, fried 100%. crappie. Yeah, because you're trying to bake it again. You can't you put it in the microwave. It's, it's just like soggy crappie. Yeah, cornmeal. Yeah, yeah. See, but yeah, you just want it right then. You try to hit it perfect. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when we have a small group and we don't have a like a ton of fish, like this weekend we had. 250 crappie caught and we were eating them just like fire but when we we go out to like smithville or something and we catch you know maybe not even a full limit we usually eat the fish before like we we don't even sit down they're just coming off 
you let them dry, you're blowing on them, and then you eat them, and they, they really don't even... Yeah, I'm usually full if I'm the one doing the Yeah, frying. if you're unfrying the fish, we're, like, we're done Ooh. by the time... Yeah. Okay. All the fish is gone, and then we're just kind of standing around like, well, I guess we could eat oh, some, guess. make some hush no, puppies. No sides. And, <laughs> and eat some potato salad, but the fish yeah. is gone. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's good stuff. Man. I love it. Oh. Yep, it's time. It's time. But yes, we got... Tons of different variety. Yeah. Tons of different colors. Maybe different the week everything. after this podcast comes out, we we have an invite to a super secret pond that I've just got confirmation that you pretty much catch only 12 to 14 inch crappie on. Josh, you have no idea about this. I told Pat about it. You said it earlier. Oh, you, you heard me? Yeah. But yeah. So we're going to go... So we'll try that Oh, out. yeah, you said catch and cook. Mm-hmm. We're going to go oh, do yeah. a video, and we're going to go and figure do out... A, do we'll a do a challenge with all the crappie lures to figure out... Do, I don't know. Do a catch and cook. Crappie ain't that picky. I'll bring the cutting board and onion and tomato mm-hmm. and cilantro and lime juice. Oh, you're going to do the ceviche and fry it? Well, yes. if it's as good of a honey hole as they say it is... Yeah. If you're not frying, I'm not coming. Well, okay, I want to try. For me. I want to try both. <laughs> well, we'll make sure the the landowners know that they're we're going to be feeding them after we're yeah. done. We're going to feed Tell the them fish. To come on down. No, the fish are going to feed us. Yeah. Well, yeah. Gonna, it'll be a, a lunch party. Patrick, how many twelve inch crappie do you think you could eat? Twelve. Let's see. I'm definitely over ten fillets. <laughs> So that'd Which be is, five. It'd be five. It'd be five. I don't I know. I could 20, probably push myself to six or seven crappie. I could probably put, but yeah, if we're just going fish, mm-hmm. I mean, if you add in all the macaroni mm-hmm. salads and, you know, all the other sides, but if you took out the sides. Oh, and just went ham on. I could probably throw down 10 fish. Mm-hmm. So it'd be Let's twenty go. fillets, but yeah. Do you hey, like, if we need to, if we need to do any like little bit of Frank's frying here for whatever for lunch, we can have a crappie challenge. My, Who can eat the most crappie? <laughs> I have a, my Hayden's down. <laughs> I have my possession limit in my freezer right now, so I need to fry some up. Oh, plan on doing it this weekend. Gotcha. So we're gonna get a fish fry, but I mean, uh, I can't fry it all this weekend. Do you guys have one of those electric fryers? Yeah, I do somewhere. I've I got one, to get that one just plugs I did in have a, I did have up. a basket. I got to see. It's really. I had a propane one, but I didn't really care for easy. it all that much. Propane. I got an electric one I could bring. Mine's electric. Yep. So. All right. I'm extremely hungry. Yep. It's time. <laughs> I want a fish fry now. All right, guys. Josh. Make sure to uh, leave us a rating if you guys like this podcast. Uh, go down below. Drop us five stars. Leave us a little little blurb telling us what you like. Follow us on social media. Yeah, if any crappie lures you'd like us to make, send us a picture at podcast at rogersportingets.com. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Any colors or any you know anything like that. Man, I really like this bait, but yeah, I would like to change this on it. Oh, yeah. We that listen kind of to all the ideas. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. So but we've also got social media. Us. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Yep. YouTube, TikTok. If it's a social media platform, Roger's probably on it. Yep. Go find us. Appreciate it. See ya.